listening to Package Your Genius, a conversation designed to give you clarity on your calling and serve as a catalyst for your career. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. another episode of Package Your Genius. I hope you are having an incredible week. It is a snow day where I am. So I am half enjoying the snow, half dealing with a cold, which almost kept me from recording a podcast, but I figured I could make it work anyway. So today I want to talk about something that came to my attention over the last week. And that is our relationship to the goals we set for ourselves and what happens when those goals actually happen. What is our reaction to that? I know personally, I really had to check myself this past week because I had a few really amazing things happened that caught me off guard. And in my reflection, I wondered, well, why did these things catch me off guard when they are seemingly what I have been working towards all along? So just to kind of give you a rundown of what happened. First, we found out that my sons, Logan and Connor, were accepted into our family's dream educational institution. This is an independent school that is launching in Washington, D.C. with a sister school in Shenzhen, China. And then every year they will be adding campuses in the major cities around the world. So not only will the kids get to continue studying Chinese, which you know, as we were interviewing and looking at schools in our area, that was one of the things that was really important to us because a ton of the schools would make it so there would be a gap between um, them studying now and them having to wait until later in, um, in high school to actually get to take Mandarin in school. So that meant we would have to supplement and do you know, studies and tutors and find other ways for them to keep their language going. And my kids have been studying this really complicated foreign language since they were four. And so didn't want to throw all of that away. So it was really important for us to find a school that would allow them to not have any gaps in that language. So anyway, got into this amazing school. And this is after two years of applying to schools. And for any of you who have done the independent school hustle, you know, especially in a city like Washington, D.C., there are a finite number of spots and there are tons of high achieving kids who want those spots. And, you know, last year we were waitlisted into, I didn't apply to that many schools. I think I only applied to two. We were waitlisted. And this year I was kind of bracing for um, getting waitlisted again or not getting into anything because I know this is a big year for students who are applying to middle school. There are a ton of kids in my kids' age range that are aging out of um, fourth and fifth grade. And they need a home. So 
I wasn't really, I mean, I don't know. I can't say I wasn't expecting them to get in anywhere. I wasn't expecting um, it to happen. But when it did happen, I was just shocked and so elated and happy. But honestly, I was prepared to do it all over again this fall. I was prepared to get waitlisted again and have to go to that process again of trying to get them into school. So that was one thing that happened. Another thing that just fell into my lap, into my e- my email inbox, I checked my email one day and a subsidiary company of Johnson & Johnson had placed a bulk order of my book, Package Your Genius. And the, um, the people who reached out to me, I was not personally or perfect, professionally connected to them. So they found me and they found the book on their own. And I'm assuming... Someone on their team had a copy of it because they they made a bulk order um, for a conference that they are hosting next month. And that was exciting and also surprising just because, you know, you think about things like that happening when you know someone at the company or you get an introduction. But to have that happen out of the blue was really, really exciting and frankly, really surprising to me. Um it still blows my mind. Like, how did you guys find me? <laughs> how did you find out about the book? And then you think, well, duh, Amanda, you've been marketing and promoting and pushing the word of the book out there. So it was only bound to happen. Another thing that happened was two corporations, two other corporations that, again, I have no personal or professional affiliation with. I don't know any of the employees there. They reached out for me to do paid talks around the subject of package your genius and I think what's so exciting about that is you know I I get invitations to speak and share often and I've been doing speaking for years and paid speaking for years so it's not so much that they reached out to me to invite me to speak it was that they specifically referenced this book that If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I struggle to some degree with the decision to self-publish Package Your Genius. And when I finally decided to go ahead and go for it, I did it. You know, it turned out really well. I'm really pleased with the final product. But I think some small part of me wondered if because... I self-published, would that keep me from being in line for opportunities like corporate talks or bestseller lists or mainstream media? Because so many of those opportunities come through, it seems, the publisher. And to get these two engagements that were based specifically on the fact that I had written and published this book was such a huge confirmation to me but I hope it's also a confirmation to you that if you have been wanting to put your ideas out there there's never been a better time to do it the tools are out here you know the gatekeepers are gone as some people say and If you're willing to invest in good design, good layout, good editing, and you have a good story or a good framework to share, 
there's really no reason for you to not have your book and to not have this resource available that could be out there evangelizing you and being an ambassador for you and preceding you for paid opportunities like corporate talks, conference talks, etc. And so that's just a side note. If you've been waiting for a sign, consider this your sign to go ahead and do it. Um, Because there's also nothing to say that if you self-publish that you won't be approached by a major publisher later. So the fourth thing that happened was tied to my Packager Genius Academy student. So I've been teaching Packager Genius Academy. I've been leading cohorts since the spring of 2016. And it's been largely based on my personal branding framework, the content that I um, have been collecting and perfecting and refining and fine tuning for the last decade or so. And, you know, I've been teaching the content and helping my students. And this year was the first time that I really began to see the students that came through those early cohorts stepping into their own in a way that they can give back to the academy and what we're doing. So one really powerful thing that happened was, you know, we just started a new cohort for the academy. I have an amazing group of experts who are learning how to build their brand. And I wanted to do something different for for this group. And I had one of my... Um, past students come and give a guest lecture and it was actually Miko Whitlock who's been on the podcast before so he did a guest lecture on goal setting and prioritization and it was really powerful because it was an opportunity for my students to start to think about how they will be using their time uh, to make the most out of their academy experience but when I tell you Miko killed it he absolutely killed it like I was just like a proud mama bear watching him share his nuggets and watching the the new students engage with him and ask him questions and really get into his content and to know that I was a part of him stepping more fully into that like I can own that and that felt really really good and so that was one thing and then lastly just talk to a few other Packager Genius Academy alum who were telling me all of these amazing things that they've been doing since they graduated. You know, one student doubled her income just because she learned how to tell her story better. Another student landed a book deal from an academic press, the top academic press. And actually, she's going to be on the podcast soon so she can tell you all about that. So I won't spill the beans completely. And then I'm trying to think, what was the other person? What did they tell me? Oh, and then one of the students literally shifted how she's showing up and serving her clients and just landed all of these new coaching clients in the past month. And it was all because of the work we did together in the academy. And lastly, but not least, I was invited to pitch a proposal to do 
my own radio show, which I will absolutely keep you posted if it comes together and comes to fruition. I'm kind of weird about that because I don't want to talk about it until it is a reality and I can make a big announcement about it. But just the fact that I was asked to submit a proposal, I think is a victory in and of itself. So I will share that. I was approached to submit a proposal for my own radio show, which, you know, could be amazing could be another forum to connect with you and to connect with other people who enjoy listening to personal branding nuggets from me and so I was reflecting on all of this great news and you know trying to really be present in it and just got really excited about it but I realized that I have been so focused on doing good work and, you know, doing things that make me worthy of an invitation to submit a proposal to do a radio show, doing things to make my kids worthy of admission to this top independent school, Uh, doing the things that would put me in position to be invited to deliver paid talks around my book or have top companies make bulk orders of my book. I was so focused on doing the things that put me in position to have all of these great things that I almost was not expecting them to actually happen. And that's a problem. You know, I think it's good to love what you do. And I, for one, really love what I do. I love the act of what I do. I love doing the actual work. I love writing. I love coaching. I love teaching. I love helping people have breakthroughs. But at some point, I also have to love, you know, the outcome, the results, the success that my hard work generates. Because, you know, it's inevitable when you put in that level of work, it's inevitable. Success is inevitable. And I think to some degree, I was not walking in the expectation that I should have been. And it made me ask myself, you know, am I expecting success? Am I operating like it's a done deal? Or am I moving forward with hesitation? You know, last week we had Kimmy Walker Um, our early accountability coach on and she talked about how early accountability is really necessary for you to reach your goals and especially when you're thinking about your new year's resolutions all the things that you need to have in place in order to make those goals and, and dreams come true and I think to some extent one of the very first things that you need to have to be successful with your goals is to have the belief that you can actually reach them, right? So, you know, unless you really do expect your dream to come true, I think you're going to be in an interesting space. And I'm seeing all of these things happen and I'm trying to slow myself down and be present to the fact that everything that's coming to me is what I've worked so hard for. But it is a little disconcerting to you know, move from that work mode, that grind mode, that practice mode to, you know, stepping center stage. This is no longer the rehearsal. This is, this is game time. This is time for, you know, opening night. Like 
this is it. I've planted seeds. I've tended them. I've watered them. I've watched over them. Now it's time for me to harvest everything I've worked so hard to build. And so, you know, I wanted to share that with you just in case like me, you have also been guilty of just getting so used to working so hard. You know, you're working in your business, you're working on your brand, you're working on your kids, right? Like you're working so hard on all of these things that you aren't even present to the fact that you're making headway towards the things that you set out to achieve in the first place. And I think there's a delicate balance with that. Like we don't want to be so hung up on the success that we don't enjoy the journey, but also we don't want to be so caught up on the journey that we forget where we set out to go once we hopped into the car. Um, And I think also it's just a matter of really believing that what you say you want, what you've set out to do, um, what you're working towards can happen. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that a part of me was bracing myself for things not to work out for the kids not to get accepted into the school I had backups right um for this book to be a marginal success you know I wasn't leaning on it like okay I'm quitting everything else and we're gonna live off of the book and I'm still not but I think I wasn't even expecting it. I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't really expecting anything. I didn't know what to expect because I didn't have experience. But I will be honest to say, whereas I may have optimistically thought of corporations making bulk orders of my book or, you know, corporations finding not me, not all of the things I've been doing over the past 10 years, but this you know, finding this book and referencing this book when they reached out to me to say, this is what we want you to do a presentation on. I may have thought about those things and, you know, dreamed of them, but I didn't really allow myself to want them. I didn't open myself up to say, this is really what I want. I didn't admit that. I didn't write that down. I didn't set that as a goal. And I think that's, that's, something that's not cool about that like I need to be more willing to think and dream bigger so as we all set out to make bigger goals I want you to think about whether or not you really can see yourself reaching those goals and when we think about the goals we haven't reached in the past maybe a big reason why we fail to reach them is because we didn't really believe it in the first place. Like that belief is so powerful. Visioning it, seeing yourself doing it, you know, embodying the energy of success. Like success should not be a surprise when you've done the work. In other news, still getting amazing reviews of Package Your Genius. And I wanted to share the most recent review which you know to be honest with reviews like these I should be expecting bulk orders of my book this review came in and absolutely blew me away so I want to read this this is a five-star review of Packager Genius five steps to build your most powerful personal brand it's actually a review of the book and the companion workbook by J L last name 
um, L or abbreviation. <laughs> so she says, this is gold only for those who are ready. This book and the workbook are life changing for those who are ready for more. Amanda Miller Littlejohn does not hold back. Read it, study it, believe in what you discover about yourself and go with it without apology. I was happy to meet her a few years ago at a conference. I had no idea then she would change my life. This is gold. Oh my God, Jay, your review is gold. Thank you for sharing your experience with the book and how it helped you in my dropping those gems of advice for other people who have picked up the book and are thinking about reading it and, you know, figuring out how they can package their genius. So I'm so grateful to you for reading. I appreciate you for taking the time to, you know, hit me up on Amazon and leave that great review because, you know, there are a lot of people who've read the book who have not reviewed it. So I am so grateful for those of you who've taken the time to do that. And if you have gotten the book and or the workbook and you've enjoyed it, please feel free to leave your review on Amazon.com. It helps more people find out about the book and it gets the work into more readers' lives. Catch me on social media to let me know what you're thinking about this episode. Are you expecting success? Are you walking in expectation? Are you operating like your goals are a done deal or are you moving in hesitation? I would love to hear from you. Again, this is a process for me. You know, I hope to get better with it, but I know the first step is awareness, right? So I'm aware that maybe I wasn't expecting success. Maybe I was, um, you know, being conservative in my expectations so that I could shield myself from being disappointed. But ultimately, you know, go big or go home, right? Hit me up on social media and let me know what you think and what your relationship to expectation and success and your goals are. If you're doing the work, are you actually expecting it to pay off? Or are you just kind of doing it? Because that's what you know to do. I'll see you next week on the next episode.